Stacy, and good morning, boys and girls. It's the Leaning Tower of Cheesa. Fool you with that buddy buddy act now under your thumb. Yeah, yeah. Your favorite popcorn. You're just jealous, man. Cause you ain't got the boots. Okay. Hi, welcome to a Goofy Movie Minute, the podcast where a minute of a Goofy movie—you betcha—that's in this episode of the podcast. It's the thirty-first minute, and my name's Nathan. I'm Brian. And I helped. And I did more. Oh. Not really. So, minute 31 starts with Max staring down a yodeling girl. Young <laughs> baby girl. Staring down a young yodeler. Yodel He's young. staring down at her because of how short she is. Look, he's looking down his nose at her, honestly, <laughs> which I think is rude. I think it's because of her yodeling quality. And it ends with... Max being aggressively hugged by a man in costume. Mm-hmm. Sure. You don't want to spoil nothing. Yeah. At the possum park. <laughs> what animal that might be. A anyway. man in disguise. <laughs> so we're midway through the show, the song, and everyone's still enjoying it immensely. Except hmm. for one boy. Our boy. Ma- the man of the hour. Yeah. Max could not be more bored slash irritated slash alienated by this concert and the band itself is falling apart even more so than they were in the last minute like springs are flying off and people are falling over people yeah. wooden people they're like watching the eagles in the late 80s they're they're, fall- it, they're falling apart at the seams <laughs> they're, not- they're falling apart at their poorly screwed in hinges yeah that's that's what the eagles were doing but in a way it's similar well, for become- this part <laughs> they're getting unhinged yeah yeah mm-hmm disgruntled so yeah everybody's yodeling along the way you would at a concert well they asked them to yodel oh yeah i guess they did in the song but you know usually when you sing along you like sing with the words or with the chorus or you know like hey you know it's like pretty prescribed most people are doing the same thing yeah Yodel, 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 yodel. That's the desired thing. So the girl without very many teeth and the glasses and the little little dress is staring at Max, wide-eyed, probably magnified from the glasses. Yeah, those are some pretty thick glasses. She's got like Milton glasses from Office Space. Yeah. And she's yeah, she's showing too much teeth when she yodels. That's why it doesn't sound good. Yodel, yodel. Yodel, yodel. You yeah. gotta be like goofy. You gotta go. It's like, well, it's it's just funny to me because yodeling is a skill. You know, you have to like contract your vocal cords, science stuff. That but sounds right. Something you have to do something that I don't really have the skill to do. But <laughs> her version of yodeling is just saying it. That'd be like if I was like went to a rap battle and was like rhyming, rhyming. She's like rhyming, three years old. Rhyming. But it's still funny. She's, oh, still, yeah. she's like got it. She's got the humor. She's bringing the the yodels, as it were. It'd be like if they were like, and now tap dance along, and you were like clomp, 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 and they'd be like, yeah, you got it. Close enough. Yeah. There's some interesting details 
as there usually are in this movie, when they show back, there's a single stage light illuminating the entire stage. Oh, and you see it like hanging from the ceiling. It's the kind of thing. It's just a great level of detail. Mm-hmm. You could easily see making this whole scene with not even showing how the stage was illuminated. I don't think anyone would wonder. Yeah. But it's really nice that they show it. And, they, and it's like, it's bad. It's like poorly illuminated. You know, it's cheap. Yeah. But it's not like a joke. It's not like a flashlight duct tape to a stick. Like, we should put that in to show how bad it is. It's like, they have a professional light, but they only have one of them. You know? Yeah. So it's like... The budget allowed. So it's nice that they include something that's such mid-level. And it gives a lot of context to what's going on. And yeah. I was wondering where the light was coming from. The blonde neckbeard guy is just staring at them exclusively. Remember how he followed them when they were walking in? Mm-hmm. He's only looking at them. But not suspiciously or like he thinks they're super interesting. He's just got a huge smile and he's just staring at Goofy and Max. Maybe he recognized Goofy from those movies. He's like, he was in that Mickey and the Beanstalk thing. Oh, yeah. Goofy's like a celebrity. Yeah. He was in those those videos where they teach you how to dive off a diving board. And here he is enjoying Lester's Possum Park right next to me. I'm going to get his autograph later. Maybe Goofy used to actually be in the band. And Neckbeard is so such a big fan that he recognizes him from the earlier days. Maybe he was in a mo- be- uh, band with Neckbeard. Oh. But he doesn't recognize him on account of the Neckbeard. <laughs> Back then his name wasn't Neckbeard. <laughs> it was clean-shaved, cleanly-shaven fool. So, the, as you said, the band is falling apart. Lester breaks, fallen right over the hinge of where the stick is holding him up. I really like the the method of fixing this problem. The guy that introduced the show in the first place. The uh, Possum Park MC. Yeah, Possum Park MC. Like he's just like leaning back on a chair next to the stage and he just like bangs on the side of the stage. And he's not facing the stage. Yeah. He, he doesn't even need to he's like the Fonz. If the Fonz knew that the record wasn't starting or was skipping without ears. Something like that. Yeah. Maybe someone heard someone yell, everything broke. And Buther's suspenders break off, so therefore all of his clothes fall off. (laughs) (laughs) Which is real quick. I didn't notice that until this time. Yeah, I didn't notice that either. You know, you notice Lester breaking because it's like someone reacts to it, but the clothes just fall off of Buther. And I kind of get why they don't do this show. They don't reset the show every time, like I was saying. Yeah. This guy has to fix it every Every day. Every single time. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean... That one, uh, Mordecai's head blew off, or the top of his head blew off, and Buther's clothes fell off. Those aren't going to fix themselves. You can't fix those with a little elbow to the stage. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of Mordecai, he broke free and is now just like spasming in the air like I didn't... like a Terrence and Philip puppet. <laughs> <laughs> that is what it looks like. I was thinking that last time, I was like, this is a huge fire hazard and huge like spring to the eyeball hazard, like lots of deaths. It's a a death trap. Many brave men died. We didn't really talk about the song a whole lot. I have a little information on that. The song. The song itself. What what is it? Well, because the song was not actually written by these pieces of wood. No. They're They're like pop stars? Yeah, they're more performers, not songwriters. Like the Neptunes or Pharrell wrote it for them? Yeah, they're just not very good at writing. Okay. No fingers. Uh, but those who the people that did write it are Randy Peterson, and it's sung by Kevin Quinn, and not Kevin Lima, 
No. Kevin Quinn. At first I was, yeah, it's, yeah, because Kevin Lima is the voice of the possum when yeah. he's talking, right? Yeah, I was, I, I was hoping that he was also a, a singer. I had like a, a feeling it wouldn't be. They are kind of a duo. Randy Peterson writes a lot of the songs for Disney, such as for The Return of Jafar. What, do you, what songs? All I, of them? I don't know what songs. What? Let's sing one of those songs, memorable songs. I'm Jafar and I'm back in the In the movies. saddle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start spreading the news. <laughs> Right? That's from Return of Jafar. <laughs> um, have we talked about Return of Jafar before? I hope so. We did a podcast for only one episode called After Ever After about the Disney animated Disney sequels. And we did Mulan, Mulan 2. And then we watched Pocahontas 2 and we quit the podcast. <laughs> too, that too movie boring. sucks. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's not even fun. It's just soul sucking. You watch it and it's just like, oh... I don't want to talk about this <laughs> movie. I don't want to do this anymore. Okay, so Arabian Nights is there. I know they didn't write that. <laughs> Instead of You Ain't Never Had a Friend Like Me, they have a song called Nothing in the World Quite Like a Friend. <laughs> we ain't friends no more. <laughs> oh, Forget About Love. I remember that one. But I don't remember what it sounded like or anything. I just remember there was like a Down With Love song. There reminds me of that song in Hercules that's all catchy. They're like, no chance, no way. I won't say I'm in love. Yeah. And uh, then, oh, you're only second rate. I don't remember that one. But there's a song. I'm pretty sure Iago sings it called I'm Looking Out For Me. That sounds awful. Well, I don't want to hear Gilbert Gottfried sing anything. <laughs> was Gilbert Gottfried even in that one? Oh, yeah. Good. How would you not get him? Oh. I hope that there's an you know, album of Gilbert Gottfried, like, lullabies. <laughs> Like, yeah, hush, once. little baby, don't say a word. You're once, <laughs> twice, three times a lady. Um, Jason uh. Alexander's in that movie. Yeah. He's the thief guy, I think. Okay, that makes sense. And Dan Castellaneta is in it. Why do I know that name? It's Homer Simpson. Oh, cool. He's the genie. Oh, so he's like ripping off Robin Williams. Because Robin Williams is only in the first and third one. Oh, he's in the third one? Yeah. And he's also not coming back for the new one because he, his agent said, no, he's not available. He's dead. He's decomposed at the moment. No. Yeah, edit that out. Oh, Frank Welker's in it. I don't know who that is. He may be in this movie. Why is his name so familiar? Do, 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 well, do, do. This is way off. While you're topic. looking that up, Kevin Quinn also sung songs for uh, Lion King 2, Simba's Pride, which I know you're a fan of. Oh, he is in this movie. We just haven't seen him yet. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So, I, I have seen his name when I'm looking up, look who's playing who, but we haven't talked about him yet. So, sorry, what did you say? <laughs> I was reading. I'm sure the audience heard. It doesn't matter if I heard. Let's just move on. <laughs> uh, this is my life. Oh, yeah. Kevin Quinn also sang on Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventures, which I don't remember that movie very well. So It's Bill and Ted's Excellent adventure woo, 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 woo. Wah, wah, wah. yeah that's the right movie party on bill and party on ted yeah sounds I'm, right i'm not that familiar with bill and ted i'm not either it's got keanu reeves i'm sure he goes whoa yeah whoa. and it's got george carlin does like, it eh. yeah he's the time traveling guy boris or something what's what else you got um did you sing the lyrics or say the lyrics last time i said the ones that we covered last time you can sing the ones after that we ended with 
Yodel. Uh, Everybody yodel. Yeah. Uh, by yelping out a yodel here at Lester's Possum Park. So the rest is visit Beulah's farm of fiddles, pet our varmints, taste our vittles. Lulu's lizard giz- gizzard pie is a work of art. Then do a do a do and dance like there's a possum in your pants down at Lester's Possum Park. Well, don't you want to be a uh-huh. hanging from a tree? Uh-huh. We're mighty glad to see you, and the parking's always free. free. Here at Lester's pa, 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 some park. I was trying to extract Perfect. Now, <laughs> the show's over. Yes. Or is it? Yes. Was that was that the whole show? <laughs> I'm serious. Like, or did we oh, just, yeah. or did we just like, and then it went on for like another hour, but we, you don't need to see that. There's actually like a very in-depth story. Yeah. That was just the overture. <laughs> <laughs> and it goes into like a whole, a whole tragedy <laughs> when the scene where, where Buther dies in Lester's arms is heart-wrenching. And he really ex- explodes. <laughs> Parts go everywhere. It's like yeah. A, it's kind of like like a, a saving show. Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> if you thought that was hard to watch, then you should definitely not see the possum jamboree. Why have they not made a musical out of Saving Private Ryan yet? <laughs> We're yeah. in the trenches. <laughs> We're in the trenches. Zavapapapa. We're gonna storm the beach and climb the snapper towel. Tower, not towel. What am I? Okay, so when they go, I have a a problem. So wait, wait. So after the show, yeah. the next scene, they run out insanely fast. Everyone's yeah. just boom out. But are they outside now? And here's, yeah, here's why I don't know. Because the background, you see some trees and stuff, but it's clearly painted. But it's oh. an animated movie. <laughs> So I can't tell if it's supposed to look painted or if it is painted. I mean, you could say the same thing in Star Wars. Like, why is why is, why is this short stretch of hallway built in front of a painting that looks like the rest of the hallway? <laughs> is yeah. that in the movie? Is there a painting of the rest of the hallway at the end of the wall? It's no. like having mirrors in your room to make the room look bigger. Yeah, but here's my question. When they go into the mouth of the possum, it's a big structure, right? I don't know. I didn't think it looked that big, but oh, okay. I mean, I guess like the girls, like half the. So I don't know, but but then where's the theater? Was that just the entryway, and then the theater is also because they don't come out of a possum-looking thing at all. <laughs> That's true. Doesn't look like a possum from that end. <laughs> so or on then, the inside. Something that bugs me about that is well, maybe I misheard it, but it sounded like there was like a school bell. Like, everybody bursts out of the door the same way that they do when school lets out earlier. For the summer. Yeah. And, like, yeah, they're all bursting out, which is a different context. Because you're, like, bored in school and you want to get out. Everybody in this in this show is just having a bunch of fun. Why they're are they, excited. Why are, why are they so eager to get out? Because they want to meet Lester. They want to buy some, some souvenirs. And you're right. The, the possum mouth is not big enough to be the whole inside. I looked up a picture. It seems... It is pretty big, though. Oh, my God. There's a terrible paint drawing of it. Okay. The possum is really big. It's, like, maybe, like, five times the size of their car. I mean, as in height alone. But I still think it might only be a really elaborate entryway to the park, and then they're in one of the buildings now, which was the theater, and now they're leaving. So, as they run outside, there's a whole kind of trashy-looking park there. 
including more great details, like every trash can being full and a small fence going around the tree to keep people from walking right up to the tree. Like a small wooden fence. It's a wild tree. Do you think? Did somebody with just an amazing conceptual idea for how things look in real life do this? Or did they base it off like a real photo? Because <laughs> I could see if it, if it were copying a photo, it's really not that impressive, you know, to like to do something. like that. I mean, it's still like yeah. nice that they left it in. But to like on your own be like, and then they're out here and they're in the forest. So I guess there's still trees there. But they probably put like a fence around the tree, right? Because I don't want people coming up to the tree. <laughs> it's just a little bit weird. I mean, What's the fence in a great for? way. Is it protecting the tree from the people or the people from the tree? Or the people from the possums. <laughs> that are in the tree? Okay. Yeah. There's also something like, well, there's power lines running right through the park, which is a reminder of man's ability to generate electricity. And there's also plastic, I think, possums on sticks all over. <laughs> like just throughout the park, it looks Possum like. on a stick. But they're just like decorations. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah. When he, he looks at the gift shop and it's mostly just stuffed possums. Well, he's got his camera out again. Yeah. His video camera. Oh, yeah. So he must have charged it at some point. Maybe he used the cigarette lighter. Whoa. I know what you're thinking. What cigarette lighter? Will that come into play later in the movie? Probably not. Probably not. Because no one smokes in the Disney movie. Yeah. Except for that hot rod and lady, the fast car. Oh, I was like, yeah, because she's burning rubber. Yeah. Not tobacco. Yeah. Tobacco is wacko. Reckless driving is safe. (laughs) Although, ironically... Tobacco's not safe because of its tar content. <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! So, yeah, Goofy's got his camera. He runs out first. He's filming Max Rock out. I, uh, if you want to look on our Instagram or Facebook, I will post these pictures. But the whole crowd bursting out of the door is pretty entertaining. Because that girl, the yodel, yodel girl, looks crazy. And There's that's a... also the, I don't want to Yeah. And then there's some guy holding a baby, like running with the baby in his arm. It's, it's weird. And we see Neckbeard again, and he's still got that crazed look in his eye. He might be chasing after Max. But, but. Max isn't out yet. Oh, I thought he got out before Goofy. No, because Goofy runs out with his camera, and then he turns around to film Max. Oh, yeah. Sl- right. What's a good word? Slinking out? No, he's not even slinking. He's, he's trudging. trudging. Yeah. yeah, trudging. Max like he was in the car, is putting on a little show of being bored during the performance. And, like, not even bored. He hates. He's, like, ready to join the dark side. <laughs> you just see him. He's just like, I wonder how mad I could look while watching this show. Teenagers are good at that. They are. That's very authentic. But his dad is very bad at picking up on those signals. Really bad. You'd think that even if he were wishing his son enjoyed it more, he wouldn't be quite as peppy as he is it would have like a little bit more desperation to it it seems very innocent like he he's not like he's oh, not come like, on come max uh, we could get a souvenir he's like we're having so much fun yeah well so uh, goofy uh, is excited with his camera and he sees the the gift shop and decides to go toward that with all his enthusiasm the possum souvenir stand yeah the, the lady selling for all your possum and possum supplies <laughs> possum accessories yeah she has a possum hat on it's pretty possum totally possum and there's also a guy in line wearing sunglasses maybe he's blind i don't know i don't want to be judgmental of the experiences that that blind people have because i don't know their world 
but it doesn't seem like going to a recording of puppets would be as rewarding if you couldn't see the puppets. It would just be listening to a speaker, right? And the yodeling. What better place to enjoy the art of yodel? So maybe it's the interaction with the yodeling. Maybe it's just that live sound, like why people go to see electronic music live and there's no band. It's because it just sounds better. You think that this this is probably the best? And honestly, it is electronic music technically. But <laughs> even in this world where a goofy movie doesn't exist, this is the only place to hear the Lester's Possum Park song. Probably, maybe they saw a little seven inches at the souvenir stand or eight tracks. <laughs> we should buy an eight track of Lester's Possum. Ah, we burned up the thing already. <laughs> and then he goes, "Hey, that's the ticket. Be right back, my little possum pal." Like, cool. <laughs> and then. I think Max almost does a swear. He says, my life's a living. Hello, little buddy. It comes from the outside. Yeah. I loved that part when I was a kid because it's so exciting that he almost swore. Really? To me, yeah, because you know, like, I wasn't allowed to or I'd get in trouble and I'm like, oh, Max is so brave. Mm-hmm. And Miss, oh my God, something almost came back. Miss Lucy had a baby. Oh. She named him Tiny Tim. She filled up all the bathtub to see if he could... Wait, that's the real one. What's yeah, the other one? Miss, Miss Susie had a steamboat. The steamboat had a bell. bell. Miss the Susie went, went to heaven. heaven. The, the steamboat went to hello, hello operator. Give me number nine. nine. And if you disconnect me, I'll cut off your behind the refrigerator. <laughs> there lies a piece of glass. Miss Lucy slipped and sat on it and cut her little. Ask me no more questions. <laughs> I'll tell you no more lies. The boys Yours are in the bathroom, little... zipping up their flies are in the meadow. Oh, the meadow's like the dark, dark, D-A-R-K. The dark is like a movie, a movie's like a show. A show yeah, is like a video, and Yours that is, is all a... I know. I know my ma. I know my, I know my ma. Know all my of know. the keywords are slightly <laughs> different than the one you know. 40-acre bra. Oh, I forgot the rest. What was yours? Well, you definitely didn't cut off her ass. Give me no more questions. Tell me. Oh, it was sliced kick, it? Kicked her in no because but what was the glass doing no how the, did the glass kick miss Susie sat upon it and broke her cut her and cut her but no you said oh i think that's what you did because it's um the one before that and and if you disconnect me i'll kick you from behind it was i'll kick you from, from behind. you said i'll cut off your behind that's, that's what, what one you i said. learned that's <laughs> the one i learned i'm not I making it up it, i'll kick you from behind not i'll cut you i'll cut off your yeah. behind okay but, what kind of weird thread is that okay but then what behind what Behind the refrigerator? I'll cut off, or I'll kick you from behind the refrigerator. There laid a piece of glass. Okay. Miss Susie sat upon it and cut her little ass queen. But also, why is she sitting on glass behind the refrigerator? How does she get there? Yeah, well, that's not a good place to sit. Tiny butt. Maybe she's a mouse. Ah, that's the that was the, the riddle all along. Like that <laughs> Sally's dead in a puddle of water. <laughs> that, that one. Yeah. Or Humpty Dumpty's a human man. Oh, yeah. Um... <laughs> Please write us with your version of the lyrics. <laughs> I haven't thought about that song in a that long was, time. That game or that song was always oh, part it's a of clapping song. yeah. It was always part of that patty cake game yeah. that girls would play on the bus, and I was not good at that. But I learned the song. Did you have the forty-acre bra? Yeah. What is after that? With the forty-acre bra. I think that's where we stopped. Mm. That's as far as I ever knew. Miss. So there's all different versions of it, and they change both over time and regionally. How did you look it up? It's on Wikipedia. But what's it called? Miss Susie. Oh, this is amazing. Share. Okay, take 
Is Take it totally, some time is and it look totally it up. possum? Yeah, there are, look how many versions there are. So here's one. Here's an example. Flies are in the meadow. Bees are in the park. Miss Susie and her boyfriend are kissing in the dark. D-A-R-K, D-A-R-K. Dark, dark, dark. Darker than the ocean. Darker than the sea. Darker than the ender. Where my mommy puts on me. My mommy is Godzilla. My daddy is King Kong. My brother is the jerk that made me sing this song. This one's probably the most similar to mine. Though the one we know. I know I know my mom. I know I know my pa. I know I know my sister wears a super wonder bra. Is there anything after bra? There's not, so I think you're right. Ask me no more questions. Tell me no more lies. The boys in the bathrooms make up their flies are in the meadow. The bees are in their hives. That, and that's that end of that one. That's the Arizona 1980s one. The one I was singing before was the Georgia one. And the one I was singing that was completely different was the California one from the 1970s. Anyway. Interesting. Check it out. Like Mine didn't have anything about Godzilla or King Kong. I probably knew a similar one to you because I learned it in Farmington, New Mexico, and you learned it in Rio Rancho, New Mexico. And this was mostly pre-internet i don't think anyone i heard it from found yeah. it from the internet like, even though there was dial-up internet back then i don't think it was like an email chain i think it was handed down from goof to goof to goof for generations <laughs> yeah <laughs> no seriously was... if, if you heard that song as a kid look look up miss Susie on wikipedia and check out all the lyrical variations i feel like it's i feel connected right now to a part of american heritage <laughs> i feel like <laughs> I feel like uh, like a 1950s boy with my <laughs> living the real version of, you know, like Stand By Me or something like that. Whole, clutching on to your Life magazine. Yeah. Eating some Life cereal. Building my Pinewood Derby. <laughs> <laughs> and shooting, shooting at squirrels with my old slingshot. Your Red Rider. Yeah, you'll put your REI out. So. So you said you put your REI out of business because <laughs> it's so much fun. <laughs> okay so then After who, who the hello, says hello little buddy hello little buddy that would be who's a, your favorite possum that would be a wolf in possum's clothing mm. or a human or a dog someone dressed as lester no but, but uh, who's your favorite possum lester no this time it's don't touch me oh <laughs> don't yeah <laughs> so Le- the the person in the costume can't make any different facial expressions, but his are very similar to Goofy's, like totally disregarding Max's body language entirely. That's true. And he's like, who's your favorite possum? And I think Max, when you see his face, he looks the way a dog looks when it's mad, like a dog that's just about to bite you. Because he's like, he's got his face turned down and his yeah. eyes are like not quite looking directly at him. Yeah. He's like, don't touch me and, and he like, doesn't Arr! know that lester was going to touch him but he does <laughs> like he's just preempting him yeah hopefully he but, didn't give him the idea but before he does well lester's costume oh yeah is pretty interesting he's got a huge pink tail that he has to carry or <laughs> let drag on the ground he has to carry his tail around he's and got a bandana and a hat his hat is i really like this hat because it's like a a tiny 10 gallon hat it's like a one gallon hat uh-huh <laughs> and he has human-like hair, hair. hair coming yeah. out of the hat. He's got like a little tuft of He's got, like, 2000s bangs. emo hair. <laughs> he does. He has visible stitching, which is important because in real life, you would know that's not a real possum. But in a cartoon, you have to like, oh, we're yeah. looking at all these dogs. You can't be like, oh my God, a giant possum. They have to make sure you know it's a costume. Yeah. Well, I think some of that's conveyed by how his face doesn't move. And he's got screwed up crossed eyes. Yeah. And weird two teeth in the front well only one more over on the side <laughs> that yeah. asymmetrical look that everyone likes so one thing 
Well, this is this is similar to the characters at Disney World and Disneyland, right? Sure. But um, those ones, they don't talk when you see the, the people in costume. I mean, the ones that look like people, like Jasmine or whatever, those ones will talk. They are people. I don't know if you know this. Those aren't really good costumes. <laughs> <laughs> They're just wearing a skin-tight Wait, costume of a different person. <laughs> the ones that are people, they will talk. But, like, the ones that are, you know, like... Yeah, a goofy one doesn't talk, or the one, the Mickey and Minnie, or uh, Donald, all those ones, they don't talk. And I think it's because they don't want to, A, creep out the children, and B, ruin the name of those animated things. But Yeah, and they don't want to accidentally have them say something creepy. I mean, the ones that are people have to be trained a lot, but also, the cartoon ones have very distinctive voices, where it's like, for Ariel, you just need to kind of sound like a woman. Yeah. Like, you need to have, like, a pretty voice, but you don't need to, like, do Donald Duck's voice or something. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, like, have you ever been to Disneyland or Disney World? I've been to Disney World. Yes. Yeah, it's it's weird because they don't talk. And it, honestly, yeah, some people have a legitimate fear of that. I remember I had a friend who got, would get, like, really, really, really nervous around Chuck E. Cheese mm-hmm. and was, like, terrified of going there as a kid. Well, so first off, it's interesting because it's kind of doing like Disney, but in a subverted way. It's showing why they don't talk at real Disney World. Yeah. But the movie is Disney. Yeah. So when I said Kevin Lima did the voice of Lester last episode, I assumed that was when Lester was talking. But possibly he does this Lester. Oh, yeah. And that other one, since they're not exactly the same, it's Mm -hmm. possible that the other one was the singer of the Lester's Possum Park song. Oh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Those sounded more similar to each other than this one. And this one didn't didn't sound exactly the same as the one before, did it? I guess not. It's got kind of a different... It's a little bit less pure. And it, well, and it also... The other one sounded recorded. And this one sounds like it's an actual conversation happening. Like it sounded like it was being played through like a tape player. Right. So it had that like scratchy yeah. aspect to it. Okay. So this might be Kevin Lima. We might yeah. have completely miscredited him. Kevin Lima, the director. If you did this one, send us an email at a goofy movie minute at gmail.com. We're fond of your movie, sir. So the next after Max says, Don't touch me, Lester, not reading this body language in the least bit, leans in and says, Oh, you're so sad. <laughs> Well, he does read his facial expression. Well, I guess he says, "Sad is not the right." Why such a long face? Oh, yeah. You're so sad. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't know if you've ever tried that with a person who's sad. I haven't, but I'm guessing it doesn't work very well. He should be the school counselor. <laughs> <laughs> or it's like that one little lady on Star Trek who's supposed to be all in tune with everyone's emotions. And like one of them would be like yelling and throwing stuff, and she's like, "I'm sensing anger." <laughs> Is this the second time you've brought that up on this one? Well, I've never watched Star Trek, but I already heard someone say that. It's probably you. <laughs> probably, I do think it's one of the weird things about Star Trek. So sure, I forgot her name though. So obviously, I'm not a good enough fan. So he says, "Why is it long face? You're so sad. I know. You need a big hug from Lester." <laughs> and then. He says, like, don't even think about it. Oh, yeah. Don't yeah. even think about it. Yeah. And then he says, now you feel all good. <laughs> so I love this telling people how they're feeling, telling them how to fix it, 
and then telling him you fixed it. <laughs> you should be Lest- a counselor. Yeah, like Lester the Possum, private therapist. <laughs> It's like, hi, I just came in. Nah, you're so sad. I know what'll fix it. Some cognitive behavioral therapy. Now you'll feel all good and sad. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So then what does Max do? Once Lester puts him down, he thanks him for being so kind and caring and showing support for him in his time of need. No, he doesn't. (laughs) He hits him really hard. (laughs) Swats his head till it turns Backwards. Yeah. Only one swat, but real hard. Yeah, he like slaps him. And, and he says, beat it, doofus. Beat it, doofus. Which I think is funny. I feel like I, my brother and I used to say that to each other a lot because of this movie. <laughs> beat it, doofus. Beat it, doofus. So to back up a little bit, this is Great Minute because it's got two of the most memorable things in the movie, which is this Lester Possum accosting him because even though the lester puppet says who's your favorite possum i think the one people are thinking of when they well okay so the one before they do say lester afterwards which you remember but i think the one that's more uh visceral is this guy Mm -hmm. but it's also got the girl yelling at you which is something i've thought about so many times in my life it's like one of the most iconic terrifying children (laughs) that's ingrained in my brain yeah. From a long time ago. She definitely reminds me of that girl from Finding Nemo. She's like the slightly older version. Because even like down to the red hair. Yeah. It's like if she had braces for 10 years or something. Oh, yeah. Does this girl have braces? No, she has no teeth. She's missing teeth. She probably needed braces. I thought she had braces. No. I think That's it. I, she reminds me so much of the girl from Finding Nemo. The, the, that, the I, same. that I put braces on her in my brain. Well, that's I'm a, a talent. I'm a mental orthodontist. <laughs> I have many skills. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... Also imaginary taxidermy. They don't put braces on baby teeth, do they? I don't th- what would be the point? I don't know. You lose them and then... <laughs> and then braces fall off. You just corral them and then lose the whole braces <laughs> all at once. Oh, that's horrifying. Uh, and also, what... Like, her teeth are too big to be baby teeth. Maybe that's part of why it's scary. Her mouth is also... Too Maybe. big to be a human mouth, so... This is this is a side thing. I went to the dentist, like, two weeks ago, and the dentist had to go out of the room for a minute, and she came back, like, five... Or, for, like, five minutes. She came back, and she was like, sorry, I had to go see a two-year-old really quick who's having some problems. And I was like, two-year-olds have teeth? <laughs> I did not know. I learned something at the dentist. <laughs> Uh, seriously did not know i thought you just like eat mush until you go to kindergarten i learned something last time i was there too but it was about periodontal disease <laughs> not as fun wah, wah. i had to get my my pouches deep <laughs> but on the other hand more room to store my change <laughs> so that's the end of the meeting no that's the <laughs> <laughs> meeting adjourned so that's the end of the minute as far as the video goes, but I did us a disservice last week when I did not read from the good book. And I don't take this as scripture, but I do read it on the podcast. (laughs) And there's a lot of lessons you could learn from this book. You apply to your everyday life. Let's see what we can learn this day. Oh, and this is going to spark a question that I think I kind of know the answer to. 
Goofy drove through the entrance to Lester's Park. It was a giant opossum mouth opened wide. Is an opossum the same thing as a possum? I thought that was the Australian one. I know. I just looked this up when we recorded it and I forgot. I have looked up and forgotten this information at least five times. I know one is in Australia. I think... And they're always it's, silent, no, right? Possums. Po- I think it's that possums are in Australia and here we have opossums, but... People just call them possums the way that because we tend to drop letters that are too difficult to say. <laughs> okay, but on the sign there is no O. There's a sign that says Lester's Possum Park. Maybe well, it's I know probably a bunch of backwater hillbillies run this place, and maybe they just forgot. That's it's probably to add character, like like s'mores. Well, they have an apostrophe in the front. <laughs> maybe they did. Maybe the apostrophe fell off. I don't. Is know. it apostrophe or apostrophe? <laughs> It's apostrophe. Oh, okay. It's apostrophe, apostrophe. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was saying. They put apostrophe yeah. on the possum sign. <laughs> Moving on to the third sentence. <laughs> Inside the park, Max gazed around. He saw overgrown grass, skinny bear trees, little kids screaming. Ugh, he thought. It's even better than I remember, said Goofy. Come on. Goofy pulled Max out of the car. He dragged him close to an old rotting stage. Howdy, folks, an actor was saying. He wore overalls and a straw hat and chewed an old pipe. You're just in time for the possum jamboree. The ratty curtain parted. The audience gasped as the opossum puppet, made from old tin cans and wooden crates, waved its arm. There was a loud click. Then a recording came on. Creaking, the opossum moved its mouth. Who's your favorite opossum? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if the O sign, but I'm going to say it because I want to <laughs> emphasize how that it says it in the book. Who's your favorite opossum? The puppet asked. Lester! shouted the crowd. Lester! Three other opossums popped up. Now gather round, my opossum pals, said Lester, and join the jamboree. Goofy's grin got even wider. Let's sit up front, he whispered to Max. This is all last minute. Reluctantly, Max sat down in the first row. All around him, babies and toddlers hooted and hollered with the opossums. (laughs) Babies. Uh, Max was the only teenager. That's true. Yeah. It's yodeling time, cried Lester. Goofy jumped up. Yodelay-lee-hoo. He yodeled louder and longer than anyone else. Max made himself as small as he could. He wanted to disappear. After the show, Goofy spotted a souvenir stand. Off he went. Alone at last, Max leaned against a tree. Would they ever leave this place? Oh, and that's it. I guess he doesn't interact with the costumed Lester in this. So weird that they have so much detail in some parts. And other parts are just gone. Maybe he imagined Lester. (laughs) Maybe Lester is Tyler Durden. It's possible. It's a possible. (laughs) (laughs) Well, with that, email us at a goofy movie minute at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and look at all the pictures that Brian's going to post that she took during this minute because there's some stuff to see. Stuffed possums. Yeah. Beat it, doofus. Now you'll feel all good inside. (laughs) You're so sad. <laughs> it does like the fake crying with the sand I'm not a
A Goofy Movie Minute is not endorsed by Walt Disney Pictures, Walt Disney Television Animation, or Disney Toon Studios. The podcast is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. A Goofy Movie and all names, characters, images, and audio are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders. You can get in contact with the podcast creators at a Goofy Movie Minute at gmail.com. The Minute by Minute podcast format was created by Alex Robinson and Pete the Retailer of Star Wars Minute. You can find that podcast at StarWarsMinute.com.